Hello and welcome to the White Star Temple podcast. I'm Soltek, speaking to you from Australia, and this is episode 37. Well, hello and thanks for joining me. I do have some news to share with you. If you've subscribed to my podcast, then you will have received the first episode of my new White Star Temple Wisdom series. And that episode looked at the idea of coordinates of love within spirit. So I hope you enjoyed my discourse on the Ascended Master's insights, which I felt were very powerful. And this is one of the recordings I created while continuing to recover from my broken ankle earlier in the year, which unfortunately I'm still recovering from. And in an earlier episode, you may have remembered that I shared I'd been cataloguing the spiritual concepts that the masters and angels have been bringing through over the last 10 years of the temple, using a particular research uh, software to do this cataloguing. So going through the material, I realised that there is a a vast resource uh, that I've only been able to offer the tiniest portion of. So in creating this new wisdom series, I'm attempting to make available at least some of the more beautiful and significant concepts they have shared. So I guess my challenge is then to make sense of the material and present it in a meaningful and sequential manner, while also making it as accessible and easily understood as possible. So you can look forward to more episodes in this subcategory of my podcast. And over time, this means that you will have gained a a great personal spiritual resource that you can use time and again. So next is feedback. Well, it's time for your feedback. And today we're hearing from Jenny Davis, who says, Soltek, I believe for me, the teachings of the White Star Temple go so beyond words that they touch such a deep part of my soul that goes beyond description, discussion or explanation. The knowing is complete. Well, thanks, Jenny, for your kind and deeply felt thoughts. Much appreciated. Well, next is Caroline Loder, who some time ago gave this feedback. Soltek, the teachings are profound, and each time I read them or listen to the podcast, there is a connection and a knowing which is beyond words. Thanks to you also, Caroline, for your encouraging words. And if you'd like to send feedback, please do get in touch. My email is melchizedekuniversity at gmail.com and you can spell Melchizedek, M-E-L-C-H-I-Z-E-D-E-K. I'd love to hear from you. Well, hopefully by now, 
you've enjoyed my coordinates of love, White Star Temple Wisdom episode. You know, as I was editing it, I realized that some of the material I used, though beautiful, didn't actually directly relate to the topic at hand. So I thought I'd include it today as a little small extra commentary here. And I'm calling it Dimensions of Love, which I hope you enjoy. So let's return to the idea of love. Serapis Bay has a couple of things to say about the dimensions of love and how love in our creation, which is infinite and has infinite dimensions of experience, binds these dimensions together. And he says, to move interdimensionally is simply to move with love, for love dissipates all borders and all borders of dimensions, as well you know, is simply perception. Perception separates one dimension from another, and love brings them together. When you come into universal love, all dimensions are open to you, for then all perception is yours, do you see? That's such a profound understanding. In reality, I guess we can say that there aren't really any dimensions that separate us. Only perception in our consciousness. Only our point of awareness. For example, I am experiencing my point of awareness in our physical dimension. And the Ascended Masters are in the Ascended dimension, sometimes called the Fifth Dimension. And they're in their point of awareness, which is held there. But of itself, dimensions do not exist. It's only our points of awareness that separate us, and love brings us back together. As Serapis Bay says, love dissipates all borders, all dimensions. When you come into universal love, when you come into the absolute signature of love that is your soul, your divine love, then all of creation is open to you. All of creation is immediate, and immediately available. And he adds to this and he says, dimensions of experience are connected through love. To access dimensions of experience is to flow into this stream of love, which brings creation cohesiveness. To move from one dimension of experience to another is as simple as this. So to change your point of awareness, your consciousness, into a differing experience, which is what we call a dimension, is only possible through love. In our physical dimension, our experience of love can seem very conditional due to basic human behavior. Christ consciousness, which is simply another name for unconditional love, is the ideal of love in our dimension. And once we as humans fully integrate and embody unconditional love, then we transcend this physical dimension altogether. And the next dimension of love forms within our consciousness, forms within our awareness. That's how it happens. As we transition out of our dimension through unconditional love, then the next dimension becomes open to us.
episode of my podcast for this year. I shared an extract of my Understanding Angels seminar. And recently I was thinking about a fascinating angelic encounter with humans, which I'd heard about some years ago, and which has been pretty much widely documented. So perhaps you've heard about it too. So I'm going to share it briefly. So here we go. In 1985, Soviet cosmonauts saw celestial beings on the 155th day aboard their orbiting space station called the Salyut 7. As the cosmonauts were performing medical experiments on their space station above the Earth, a brilliant orange cloud enveloped them, blinding them temporarily. And when their eyes cleared, they saw angels. This was first reported by cosmonaut Vladimir Solovev and Oleg Atkov, as well as Leonard Kism. And this is what they said. What we saw were seven giant figures, in the form of humans, but with wings and mist-like halos, as in the classic depiction of angels. They said the angels followed them for about 10 minutes and then vanished as suddenly as they had appeared. However, 12 days later, cosmonauts Svetlana Savitskaya and Igor Volk, who had just joined the others on the space station, also saw the beings. They were glowing, they reported. We were truly overwhelmed. There was a great orange light, and through it, we could see the figures of seven angels. They were smiling as though they shared a glorious secret. But within a few minutes, they were gone, and we never saw them again. So I find that story truly fascinating, and I absolutely love it when I hear of angelic encounters. It also doesn't surprise me that they described the angels as giant, enormous, as the Ascended Masters at times have absolutely confirmed this, when they've commented on the vastness of the angels. I think from memory, they described Archangel Michael as having wings that spanned the whole of creation. That's how enormous they are. Remembering, of course, that although they appeared to be human in form to the cosmonauts, the angels, in fact, like us in spirit, are pure consciousness. And they can reveal themselves or impress themselves upon us in any form that we wish. And often they are depicted as humans because that's what we're comfortable with. You know, if you've had an angelic encounter or know of one, that's fascinating as well. And you wish to share it here on this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Well, lastly, we come to the free Ascended Master Meditation, as channeled by me through the White Star Temple. And for today, I've chosen a very recent one. It's only from a few weeks ago. And this time it's from the Ascended Master, Sananda, who talks about the idea of evolution within creation. We know here in our physical dimension 
evolution occurs through and over time. So then in the absence of time, in the higher dimensions, can there still be evolution? Well, Sananda gives us some answers. As always, I encourage you to listen to this recording while in a meditative state of mind. And in that way, you're able to receive the energies that come through with the words far more powerfully. Well, until next time, I'm Soltek. All the best and bye for now. Greetings, dearest ones. It is I, Sananda, who journeys to you as you elevate your awareness returning in a heartbeat to the embrace of spirit. We sense the many about us. And how a radiance forms. And we bask in their glow. The human world begins to dissipate. And for you, time begins to lengthen. There is, of course, a greater presence that is with us. And we feel this one whom is gently upon us. The one whom is the observer witness, ever-present, it is of course 
the gaze of love. That which seeks us out. And holds us always within its sight. Within the human domain, there exists the idea of evolution, which humanity deems to occur through and over time. In the absence of time, there is no such thing as evolution within greater spirit, nor the idea of it. Yet there is the revealing of which we speak. And that is the closest approximation to the idea of evolution. Do you see? If there is not evolution, then everything is as it is. And right now. All that creation is ever to be and ever was. And all that you are ever to be and ever were. But not all at once. We are so deeply etched upon the mind of God, layer upon layer, dimensions of self. It is an unwinding, where we come to know ourselves. We come into self-revelation. We find our beauty. We become self-aware. resonance of these words. As we explore the dimensions of self, we unwind, forming a greater and greater 
simplicity and a distillation. That is the evolution within spirit. The ceaseless revealing and revelation of what already is, do you see? That is such a powerful observation. I cannot impress upon you enough that you are all that you shall ever be in this moment, but are yet to be conscious of it. We each have our differing point of awareness. That we may name our own self-realizations. And we have both eternity and that which is perpetual. To come into the depth of our spirit. It is ceaseless. For the mind of God holds no limitations within itself. And for that we are blessed. The lighted ones point the way. So close are they into their fullest self-realization. Which only then propels them more closely. their point of origin, just as we. We may say symbolically speaking, though I speak not literally, that the movement of creation in fact coming full circle our point of origin is within less than an instant all that we shall be ever.
the journey of creation is a return to it. The revealing of it. Through our own awareness, our own intelligence, our own autonomy within the grace of God. But we have the movement. That guides us. Into deeper revelations. And we have the frequency of love so pure. That creation is. We shall never not find ourselves. Though I speak by way of language, it bears little resemblance to the actuality of which I describe. As with many things, your physical dimension makes apparent much of spirit. And so then you have your seeming evolution. And humanity appears to gain upon itself with each subsequent generation. That is a seeming only. Humanity is already what it ever shall be. But your consciousness changes. And it seems like such discovery it is the revealing of which I speak. We have said this all along, in many guises, and we speak of your magnificence. perfection. Do you see that this is how and why? I do not claim it as truth, but rather 
a position of expanse. But amongst this jumble of words and their limitation, there is a resonance Creation comes full circle. And we always depart at our point of origin, if we may name it as such. So then, and I choose this for we are not separate and the lighted ones are not separate and the movement cradles us its light upon us. So then we are bathed in a love so pure. And all the while you are exploring exploring the self, the self in all things and everywhere at once. Do you see? There is a masking, a masking over of many things for humanity. But as the lighted ones are not separate, then light comes into this world. And I am Sananda. And these are my words, I don't mind.